Hennessy celebrates those who never stop and never settle in their never-ending pursuit of greatness. Maurice Ashley lives his passion. Through his love of chess, he made history in 1999 as the world's first black grandmaster. An inspiring story of intellect and brilliance, his ability to push the potential of his own mind to new levels of greatness is universally inspiring. Visit www.hennessy.com to learn more about Maurice Ashley. In the world of the mind, there are no limits. Hennessy, never stop, never settle. 21 and older, please enjoy responsibly. For women to have a voice, not only when it comes to, to coaching, but when, when it comes to the decision-making in the business side of sports. That's the huge thing. Behind the mask. What up, my boy? What's good, family? Another day in paradise. You know what it is. Man, we inside of the lounge. Of course it's another day in paradise. Absolutely, absolutely, man. You know what it is, man. Listen, we had a conversation upstairs that we just had to come into the lounge and be able to talk about. Yeah, it's a must. It's a must, right? Yeah. Because now that football season is really a close, it's really almost here. It really mm -hmm. is here. But I think back to the beginning of the offseason. And one of the main things that comes up that's a consistent is the lack of diversity in sport, mm -hmm. especially in the National Football League. But now I guess we're not saying the problem is solved, but what we are saying is we're seeing diversity in the NFL, mm -hmm. right? And I'm talking about the Raiders. Shout out to the Raiders for making the hire for Sandra Douglas Morgan as the president of the Las Vegas Raiders. Major. Major, right? Yeah. And this is also major. She was like, she's a native of Vegas, mm -hmm. but she also came out and said, I cannot wait to meet the president of the Raider Nation fans. And I was thinking to myself, who was that? Yay, yay. <laughs> she was talking about Q, dog. Shout out to Ice Cube. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, man, but... I, I thought it was cool, though. She has a very extensive background. Mm -hmm. And formerly Nevada Gaming Controls Board Chairwoman and Executive Director, the first African-American to serve as the board chair in Nevada history. Yeah. Bro, she moving. The, she, listen, she rolling the dice and moving the dice. Yeah, especially out there in Vegas, right? <laughs> in Vegas, bro. So, and then shortly after this had happened, the Denver Broncos announced that they're bringing on this former Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice, mm -hmm. to their new ownership group. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. I'm a big fan of Condoleezza Rice. Had the that? opportunity to meet her a few times. But I think back to 2012, Augusta National, better known as the Masters, mm -hmm. they were not allowing women to be part of their club. Condoleezza Rice got that membership offer back in 2012. I hadn't got mine, Augusta National, and I was born there. I'm waiting on it. Let's stay focused here. Lock in, lock in. Lock in. So, also, what I love about Condoleezza Rice, man, is she has always kept a close pulse around the game. Mm -hmm. Born in Cleveland, big-time Cleveland Browns fan, and the thing that I appreciate about her most is she's always made it a point 
to keep her nose in the football business side to make sure things goes well. Even going back 2013 to 2016, she was a member of the college football playoff selection committee. Right? And then a year later after that, she took ownership stake in the WNBA. It's doing the thing, man. Man, listen, man. We seeing all black women doing the thing out here. Oh, Shout yeah. out to all of the women. Diversity in sport, too. Yeah. Like, What's your take, man? I think it's, it's major. Like you said, shout out to, to all the ladies getting their, their just due, getting the opportunity to uh, to show what diversity is in sports. We talk about the lack of diversity all the time, so now here's the flip side to that coin, right? And, um, of course, the Raiders, they're historically known for hiring people from historically excluded groups. I think back to Art Shell, when they hired Art Shell in the 80s, one of the first, or the first, I should say, black head coach in the NFL. Groundbreaking. Huge. Then Amy Trask, first NFL executive to go on to be a CEO of a franchise in the league. So yeah, they, they, the, the Raiders are really leaders in this space of diversity, I think. And when you think what that means for women across the board, it's just like they have an opportunity to say, yes, we belong. Because you hear it all the time. And diversity just isn't about us, black men, black men, head coaches. We talked about Brian Flores, what happened with him suing the league. But nah, diversity is about different um, underrepresented groups, right? The minorities. The minorities yeah. across the board, members of the LGBTQ community, women, men, minorities. So when you look at that, man, I think it just shows the direction some of these teams are headed. And I'm saying some because we know we're not there yet. Yeah, it's we, 32 we, we're NFL not even teams close to being there. Scratching the surface right now. 32 right. NFL teams. And you got to think about it, bro. When you have these 32 NFL teams... They have to vote on ownership, right? They have to vote. They got to vote, bro. Yeah. This is the thing. When they make the vote, typically that's when it comes out for public information. Yeah. But yeah. now we're seeing all of this come out before that, mm -hmm. and they are anticipating by training camp, end of training camp, that the deal should be completely done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to remind people, like, for you to get your name mentioned and to say it's pretty much going to be done, mm -hmm. gone push through before the paperwork is signed, that's some good, good shit. Yeah, man, that's major. And it's the um the Walton family is the uh the ownership group with the um with the Broncos. Yeah, so even with Condoleezza Rice, she's the second black woman to join the group, which is primarily made up of members as you stated, from yeah. the Walton and Penner families. Mm -hmm. How did they get their bread? Walmart. Walmart. Yep. Your favorite store, dude. <laughs> Shop there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the beautiful thing about this partnership that it already included Melody Hobson. She was the co-chief executive of Aerial Investments and the board chair of Starbucks Corporation. To all of my early morning risers, this is for you, coffee lovers. Life moves fast. But time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottle frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy your groceries. So now you got two ladies of color in the mix, sitting up in that piece, mm -hmm. saying, we making way. To your point, the difference is... When the league hasn't approved it, and we talked about, you know, the other members have to vote you in as a as an owner of a new group, uh, a new team, I should say. 
But the Broncos, being ahead of the curve, are saying, no, these women of color are part of our investment group, part of our ownership group. It's not like it was when, when Stephen Ross had uh, Serena and Venus become owners of the Miami Dolphins back in, I think, 2009, because guess what? He already owned the team. He's already the owner of the team and just sold some of his shares to investors. But now they're saying before the deal is even dried, it's even the, the ink is dry. Yes, these are a part of my investment group. So that's the difference, bro. And that's major. And again, because historically the league hasn't had a ton of minority ownership when it comes to the NFL teams, bro. So again, and the fact that they're women, to me is, one, diversity in sports is, is largely important. Um, I think when we look at the NFL, top to bottom, it's a man, male-dominated sport. True. From team ownership to executives to coaches to players. But we're starting to see a shift in that. Even the referees, officials, we're starting to see a shift in that. Last year alone, the NFL had 12 uh, coaches that were women. NBA had seven. And we're starting to see that in the main sports. And I think for women to have a voice, not only when it comes to, to coaching, but when, when it comes to the decision-making in the business side of sports, that's the huge thing. So now women can say, yeah, you know what? Maybe I can't go out there and, and run past a 220-pound safety or, or tackle a 250-pound running back or whatever, or block a 300-pound offensive lineman. But the decision-making part of the business side of sports. Mm-hmm. They have a face. Mm-hmm. They have a seat at the table. They're like, yes, I can positively impact a franchise. And I think that's what's key. Why? Because we have daughters. When we see someone in our position that has made strides in whatever respective field it is, right? We're like, damn, that person looks like us. Or that person has come from the same struggle I came from. Or the same background I came from. And what does that provide when you see that type of correlation? Motivation. Hope. Yes. Hope. Aspiration. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I can overcome obstacles and be great in my own right. And now, guess what? These young ladies, our daughters can say, yeah, we may not be able to run out there and play no ball, but we can be up in the offices signing those contracts, making the decisions. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's so dope about diversity when it comes to sports. Salute again to the Raiders, the Broncos, all the teams that are being progressive and not afraid of the backlash. Because, you know, there's a lot of knuckleheads out there that's going to say, oh, what, what do women know about sports or why are they even involved in sports? Right. But to me, that's, that's BS because it's, those same people are the same people the shut up and dribble crowd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if an NFL player or an athlete is one of those people that has something to say in a negative light about women in, in, in sports as executives or ownership, think about that concept. You're not going to let anybody else tell you to shut up and dribble as an athlete. Or shut up and throw the ball. Or shut, shut up and, and throw the you. ball. You know what I'm saying? So how would you sit there and turn around and say, no, because she's a woman that hasn't played the game, she can't be an asset to a team, to a franchise. That's bogus. So I think, again, shout out to the women that are doing it, doing it big, and providing an example for little girls out there that look like them saying, yes, I too can own a team. I too can be a team president. I too can be an executive in a male-dominated sport. So I think that is what's so dope about diversity. And, you know, this time we're talking about right now, bro. I like how you put that play in that I too. I too. How you spell too? T-U. I too. <laughs> <laughs> you already do it, man. Stay focused too. Lock in, lock in, lock in. But, no but, lies but, in the lounge. You know, no lies in the lounge. But I, I think the big thing is that, that it creates hope. And I think so many times or oftentimes we grow up in situations and you get so accustomed 
to sitting in a certain seat, mm-hmm. and that certain seat only provides you a certain scope, mm-hmm. meaning view Limited. of how you see things in life. Your perspective is what we always call it. Mm-hmm. And so now when you look at that overall, these opportunities are now creating other opportunities. Yeah, we may be sitting at a table and she may be sitting at a table, but now I get an opportunity to get my my butt up, walk over here to this side of the table and sit down with people from C-suite levels, Mm -hmm. ownership levels. And now my perspective is going to change. And now I can be, that leadership. I can show that leadership. I can be that maverick, not only in my community, but for kids who I don't even know who look like me. So now I can give them hope of knowing and understanding as much as you love the game and you know that maybe you probably can't compete with the men out there because of safety reasons. Or if I give you another example, I had the opportunity, shout out to Arthur Blank, He held the NAIA College Football Flag Championships Mm. at the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Mm. Bro, I was so inspired from the moment I walked in until the moment I walked out. Why? Because I had an opportunity to see women doing, playing a game that we all love, and they were playing it at a high level. And now I'm just talking about hope. We go back to hope. How does it change your perspective? Because at the World Games, they had the flag football tournament there. So now they're pushing for the flag football to be an Olympic sport, Mm -hmm. depending on how well other teams played Mm -hmm. at the World Games. So listen, man, this is a huge moment, huge moment, because not only does it provide hope, but it really provides another opportunity for people to see them doing something in that field yeah. to where I'll be quick to tell you, man, you don't want to get beat up, man. Like, if, yeah. if you can save your body, save your body. Absolutely. But I definitely can see myself sitting at a table making decisions and giving people a fair, equitable share mm-hmm. or an opportunity to come in, if not own it, but to be able to contribute in some type of way. McDonald's is kicking off Future 22 a campaign celebrating 22 Gen Z leaders across the country who are making an impact on their communities right now. This generation may have the largest influx of young leaders since the civil rights movement. They're starting their own organizations, finding ways to empower the youth and culture, standing up and speaking out. McDonald's is showcasing their efforts and the impact they're having on the world. I bet you didn't know there's a black sign language. Yep, that's right. It's a form of American sign language that truly speaks our language. Student J.C. Smith is an advocate for the black, deaf, and blind who did Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and BASL. McDonald's introduces his story and the stories of other Gen Z community leaders impacting the future on Instagram at We Are Golden. Yeah, and that's what it's about, man. Of course, we have, in sports, we have the, the WNBA. You have uh, the women's U.S. track and field team, women's national soccer team. Again, those are products or sports that are on the field, right? Yeah. And of course, they do have executives, women executives, uh, diversity in those respective arenas as well. But back to the league, man, male-dominated sports with women that are the decision makers, I think we got to drive that home and give them their flowers because that's so important. Because this world is moving in a place of being progressive. It's changing. It you is. know what I'm saying? You got to think. 
And the people who, it, who hate it are the ones who are afraid that it may not be a seat at the table for them. And they're going to get left behind. Because in our lifetime, we never initially thought we'd see that. You know what I'm saying? We As kids, we, we didn't often let girls come and play football with us. You know what I'm saying? Unless you had a crush on them before school or something like that. But You know what I'm saying? But to see that they have an opportunity, women have an opportunity to control their own narrative. We talk about that all the time, right? They have an opportunity to control their narrative and they're leading the way is, is totally amazing. I think about in our generation, we saw the first woman reporters in locker rooms. You're right. Do you remember that? Yep. So totally, you remember that? Totally forgot about that. And think how awkward it was. Because the first thing you do, you're like, for, for us, because we never see women, we didn't have women trainers like that. You know what I'm saying? So you see a woman in a locker room at, you know, you like, like. I mean, where, where's my towel? Where's my towel? You know what I'm saying? And, and But to think how that was so taboo back then in the, in the early 2000s compared to now. Right? Yeah. Again, the world is changing. That progressiveness is so amazing to see. And I'm here for it. Because I know back in the days when I asked my, my daughter, I said she was playing uh, piano in London. I said, what do you want to do when you grow up? She's like, I want to play the piano for the president. I said, okay, well, you got to stick with piano. So later on, I asked her, I said, oh, well, you're not playing piano no more. What you want to do? You can't play the piano for the president if you're not practicing. She said, yeah, I think I'm just going to be the president. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that that mindset of seeing people that, like you said, provide hope, that look like you, that you can aspire to, not just us, yeah, you know, not just the men dominated, you know what I mean? Just across the board, that diversity is so huge. It means so much for the next generations, man. And, and I'm here for it, bro. I'm here yeah. for it. I, I'm, he, I'm here for it, too. And too many times we don't give, I'll give the NFL League office a, a big compliment. Mm-hmm. Actually, this might be the first time that we've done it on the show. <laughs> but I think when you look at what they've been able to do, the implementation of trying to make the Rooney Rule better, mm -hmm. is it where we want it to be? Absolutely not. But the tireless efforts of always having meetings, making sure that, hey, if it didn't work this year, what can we, what can we do, what can we implement to make sure that it's working, yeah. that we're not just here creating a box and saying, okay, here, check. And I think about what they created this past offseason. They instituted a number of measures to increase diversity just in senior positions, mm -hmm. including a six-member diversity advisory committee to review its policies and broadening the Rooney Rule. A league-wide guideline that I just mentioned to increase the number of interviews for diverse candidates for head coaches and senior positions, such as GMs and team presidents. Mm -hmm. And so they went back to the lab on this. Now, we talk about this all the time. When you play, you put the work in and you see what happens on Sunday. Yeah. Instant results. Yeah. Grits. Like grits. <laughs> but now it's different now. You got to give it some time, let it marinate, and see what happens. The thing I appreciate is you look back one year ago from now, who was hired as the team president for the Washington Commanders? Jason Wright. Mm -hmm. That debacle, what they had going on up there, he was hired as the first black team president. And a month ago, <laughs> a 
Sandra Douglas Morgan is now president of the Las Vegas Raiders. So they're definitely making moves. I love the, the innovative thought process that goes behind a lot of this. I love the leadership of what Troy Vincent is doing. I love what they're doing with Player Coalition. I love how Roger is staying involved and not trying to dodge it. Yeah. You know, so for me, I think it's big. And I think the one last thing that I definitely want to add to it is when we look at what goes on overall, they created a coach and front office accelerator program. Mm. And in this program, I saw, I was reading on it because I, w- I didn't attend it, but one of the quotes I pulled out came from the CEO of Lowe's, Marvin Ellis. And he said, the diversity problem is not just an NFL issue, but a national issue. He talked about the lack of diversity among CEOs of Fortune 500 companies in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Now, currently, only six black CEOs are in that group, accounting for just over 1% of all the businesses. So basically, he was saying their numbers as CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are worse than the NFL over a 50-year time span. Now, I appreciate adding some color to that commentary because we still got to keep pushing. Yeah, most definitely. You know, regardless. But it's bigger than the NFL. But I just want to acknowledge that the NFL, that league office is stepping up to the plate. And it's true when they say, it takes all of us. That's a fact. And we still have to keep applying pressure. Yeah. We still want to push in the right areas to make sure that we see the opportunities to where we can get a seat at the table, to where our perspective is different mm-hmm. from the seat at the table that we had growing up. Yeah, definitely, man. And this thing, it doesn't need to stop with a few articles here and there with us covering it. This needs to be celebrated. You know what I mean? Because just like anything else in this 24-hour news cycle, you talk about it one day, and you forget about it 24 hours later, nah, this needs to be celebrated. Why? Because there's opportunities for other women, other women of color, to actually be in these positions. You know, they're more than qualified. It's just really about giving them the opportunity. Yep. And, and I think the main thing that's that's sad about it is there's always a lack of media coverage. I can guarantee you there probably won't be a lot of other podcasts talking about this. So we're going to be pioneers once again. Facts. At Behind the Mask. There's a lack of, of marketing when it comes to these issues. And it should be placed on a pedestal. It should be at the at the forefront. Because this is a major win, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, so we have to continue to move the needle. Continue to give people their flowers when they deserve them. It's only right. Because the world is not going to change if you don't spotlight the good. Like typically we spotlight the bad or the things that we don't like. You got to spotlight the good as well, bro. Yeah, so that's what we do here at the BTM Lounge. You heard? We on spotlight all of the good, and we damn sure going to talk about you when you do bad. Facts. So with that, bro, I think we we deserve a toast on that Let's one. Let's do it. Bro. Let's do it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Diversity in sport. We here for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>